a little self-reflection, you know, kind of yeah. uh, like there, there are times I, I may be like, I don't want to be a podcast never nude, right? I want to, I want to actually know what I've got going on sometimes. <laughs> Oh, what's a what's the temperature where you are? This is not a weather <laughs> podcast. What's the temperature where you are? Oh, I'm not actually even wearing the shirt. I thought I was. Yesterday I was wearing the shirt. Today I'm not. Mm. Um, it is. Uh, feels like 28 degrees Celsius. So what's that? That's uh, 28 C and F is 82. Oh hey, so what, how are we doing? Are we uh, on par? Yeah, uh, pretty close actually. Are we contrasting or? Are we- <laughs> We're we are very similar at the moment. Um, weather. So I have uh, eighty seven right now for me. So uh, whatever that whatever that is, and see, uh, click it. Thirty one. It's a good thirty one. Yeah. Does it get the? Uh, do you get the humidity where you are? No, humidity is at forty one percent, and it typically won't go over about sixty uh, on a good day. Because your studio is not literally on the ocean. Right. No, you're, uh, you're off offshore. Yeah, we're about I would say about ten miles inland. Okay, um, so much so that we'll get the coastal fog until about eleven, and then after that it'll burn off and and get kind of warm. There's a weird phenomena here in uh, in southern phenomenon. The Southern California like valley area we'll get these reverse winds called Santa Ana winds that come blowing out from the desert, sort of where uh, good stuff host Aaron LM Goodwin is based. Mm. And he will just blow as hard as he physically can out towards the ocean. And we, we will get these crazy, super warm Santa Ana desert winds uh, blowing out towards the ocean, which is no fun. Um, because of the dust or because of well no heat mostly heat just hot stuff hot stuff.fm it's well that's that's completely different i guess um yeah i won't i won't go there maybe we should own that i feel like we maybe yeah (laughs) we need to own that i'm just gonna open a private browser (laughs) hot stuff (laughs) that's probably you know what still getting good stuff.xxx might be a good idea because that's still it's still pretty good pretty good Kyle, do you need to know how, do the, how does the world's number one brand engage with millennials and Gen Z in Latin America? Because that's where you can find out at hotstuff.fm. Actually, you know what? Yeah, vi- real hot, real viral. Um, well, yeah, that doesn't, I mean, I, that doesn't sound like the, the business we're in. It could eventually be that way. What, what we're trying to do is get these podcasts to go super viral. <laughs> this is maybe the benefit or the downfall of recording on Friday afternoons when we're punchy from a, a week of work. Boy, or maybe you don't get punched. I guess you know you weren't working. So what do you? You know what? what? Yeah, I mean, I was. Uh, I had a real easy week. It was a work-free week. It was a uh, not not cost-free week. We were road tripping throughout California and uh, Oregon and the Oregon coast and Portland and, and places like that. Um, oh. Namely, namely, I was going up for the. Portland Craft Beer Festival. I was going to say, I bet you there's beer involved. Oh, plenty. Plenty of beer. Yeah. Uh, we went, yeah, we went there for, what's nice about it is it's three days. It's over the course of three days. And the last day that we went on Sunday was actually family day. So 
any folks 21 and under were able to go in and uh, obviously not drink beer, but but enjoy themselves and and be with their dogs and uh, other children and <laughs> uh, and uh, and enjoy themselves. Yeah, it was really hot, kind of kind of hot for Portland. Um, they don't get a lot of wind. They don't get. Those did you see? Winds. Did you happen to run into a Brady Platt down there? Because a friend of mine I follow on Instagram, he he was. I just saw him literally this morning on his Instagram stories storying about Portland. No. I mean, there, there are a lot of people. I've got to say, if you've heard, there are a lot of people in Portland. Oh, a lot of, I yeah. Didn't, yeah. I didn't know. It's a, it's one of those places. One of those, uh, the, the hot stuffs, the, the hot beds <laughs> of people where actual it, living human beings decide to a, uh, have their dwellings. He has a, he has a mustache, uh, mm. a semi-ironic mustache, right. long hair. Yeah. No, plays didn't, the drums. See, didn't no? see many of those. I would have, I really would have noticed had, uh, <laughs> had I actually seen, this person you you were mentioning, um, it was Next time. It, yeah, it was a really good time though. Uh, a lot of driving though. The the main thing, and this might get into the the topic we wanted to talk about today. But man, I feel like I introduced it that way last week. Listening back to like, let me just tease it a tiny bit. I won't yet. I won't. I won't fully get into it. But I'm gonna tease it a tiny bit and also just open the kimono all the way. It'll. It's actually off. It's fully off right now uh, over at HotStuff.fm. I'm opening it all the way. Um, we took a road trip, and there was a whole bunch of podcasts listening that happened on this road trip. So, yeah, did 12 hours in the car, plus another six hours to go from the Bay Area down to Southern California. Uh, and do you and your spouse, uh, partner, life partner, do you enjoy the drive, or does it is it the uh, first hour enjoyable, and then after that you're like, let's just freaking get there or why how do, we, the, why do, how do the cats Tesla? handle the, yeah the journey? Um, th- it's okay it's all right for the most part i love driving i'm one of those kinds of people that just loves to have control over the whole situation and will slap on the cruise control and just pilot a vehicle for 12 straight hours that is my idea of of enjoyment why i i don't know probably a symptom of being in the car for many, many hours as a child, uh, jumping between different central Californian cities uh, while playing soccer on a traveling team. Um, lots and lots of driving. That's probably the main reason. I guess the other one actually is podcast listening. It gives us a, a whole bunch of time to either listen to a book or listen to podcasts or whatever. But that's what that's we did. A funny, it's a funny thing of like, People saying, oh, I don't have, like, I, that's my common complaint now is I don't have a commute anymore. So I, I don't listen to as many podcasts, which is kind of funny because there's definitely, like, it's cheaper to listen to podcasts not driving or not paying for a bus or whatever. Yeah. Like I just sit, sit somewhere for an hour and listen to a podcast instead of sitting in a car idling in traffic for an hour. <laughs> but somehow. Right. Yeah. I'll, I'm just going to, we're going to circle back to the podcasting. Let's tungle that for a moment. And uh, the, uh, uh, the other thing I was thinking of, this sort of explains some things in, in terms of our homework, our follow-up from last week, last episode, last week, last episode, definitely last episode. I don't remember if it was last week. Um, the video game session we had last time and our homework was to play the respective game that each of us was addicted to. Cats, it was yours. That's right. For me. Clash of Cla- Clash Royale, sorry, was the one from me to you. Yeah. And, uh, 
listeners will obviously not know this, but um, about halfway through since last we recorded, I got this request on my Clash Royale clan from Dog Burps. I was like, oh, I guess Kyle's checking out Clash Royale. And then I got a second request from someone else that I didn't recognize. Mm-hmm. And then a couple, little while later, it said, this is Kyle's wife. <laughs> Can I play too? <laughs> so now knowing that you're on a road trip, all of a sudden this makes a whole lot more sense. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it's important to not say username, so I won't, but like the, because up to this point has been the clan that we have, Good Stuff Clan. You can join it if you're out there and listening and play Clash Royale, join our clan. It's, it's a happy group of five people now. Because uh, up to this point, no, four people, it's just been my son and I. We had some of his friends in it for a while, but they all were like, no, we wanted to have our own clan and I didn't want my son to go <laughs> join their clan, so I didn't mm-hmm. let him. Um, but yeah, so now we've got, uh, but anyways, your your wife was playing a lot more, so I'm guessing she wasn't driving. <laughs> That's, yeah, that yeah. that is absolutely the case. Um, and when she did see me playing the game, I, she was interested in... Well, I can. I guess I can run down just my general experience of it. Um, at yeah. first, it was a whole lot going on. They, it was really nice that it kind of eased me in with a, a bunch of tutorials. And kind of like, hey, this is how you play a card. Uh, this is how you put stuff on, on the board. And then we will force you to upgrade a couple of these. So you can kind of walk through the process and see what it's like to play the game. Um but like like most games, most free-to-play games like this, there is a whole bunch of other stuff going on on the screen. So there's news, there are these... I mean, when I wasn't in a clan, it there was one kind of completely useless tab, which was fine. It was, I kind of got rid of all the clutter that was on there. Um, but there there's just... Let me boot up the game right now. There's just stuff on this on this game that just seems so... Uh, super, 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 whatever the word is. You know, you know what I'm trying to super say. Like you, yeah, you don't need... You don't need all of this on here. I'm going to open a couple of, uh, while we're talking, I'm open a couple of chests. Um, so let's, let's see. Uh, it's the same sort of, same sort of system of the game that I recommended to you, where over time right. you're opening up these chests and getting cards to upgrade certain parts of the thing. You can skip the time requirements for these. Like right now I've got one that was initially eight hours to open this chest. It's three hours, 40 minutes left. I can open it if I want to, if I spend some gems, Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Um, the style of gameplay I've got for for games like this typically is why put a number on these for me to open them now if you don't want me to open them now. So I'll kind of just I'll use everything, use all my gems, use all my coins up until I have zero uh, with no strategy and just upgrade everything as as quickly as I possibly can. Um, my wife, on the other hand, who did get thoroughly into this game is sort of the opposite way. She'll save everything, use the time, and upgrade very strategically. She's not upgrading things that aren't in her gameplay hand, but she'll she'll leave everything, leave all the cards that aren't in her hand out as, right. to, as to not actually upgrade her character, which is just... Uh, the the like micro uh, strategies involved in games like this is is very, very interesting to me. Um, yeah, but overall, overall, I've been really enjoying it. I've been playing a couple times per day in the time that we did go on vacation and come back. They introduced a two V two mode. I don't know if that's something they've done before, but going from the one versus one 
to like the ability to play the game with the person sitting next to me is incredible. It it completely changed my enjoyment of the game and and changed strategy and everything like that. Um, oh, interesting. Because that's like I my son has since moved on and doesn't actually. Long story short, he's not playing video games for the summer for reasons that I won't go into on the podcast. But parenting. Um, but uh, so I've lost any chance of, uh, unless I disobey my own rules, our family rules, <laughs> and lost any chance of having a partner in the room with me playing it since they introduced that thing that they did tested it a while ago. And, but even playing with another person, wherever they happen to be in the world, it's, it's a unique little, I don't know, play mechanic that does change the game a lot. And uh, it's hard to explain unless you played the game, obviously to know why, but you're basically playing cards at different times together in an attempt to defeat two other random people paired up or who happen to know each other. But uh, it, it's, and then using the, you can't talk to each other when you're obviously not in the room together. Right. And so you're left to the mercy of just hoping you can show each other the cards you're about to play by sort of holding it out on the field um, of battle. <laughs> and um, But that's as much as you can kind of communicate. And then there's the chat window that you can send just it's what's nice about the chat in this game that i'll say is you cannot just type anything you you're limited to six i think it is predefined messages of good game good luck thank you yeah uh and then like faces like these these emoji and my favorite of of course of all of these whether i win or lose is to do the crying face one (laughs) because the sound that comes along with that is just incredible i my wife hates it it's we we're about to lose and i'll just start crying over and over um yeah it's it's it brings these these little moments of joy to my life um it's not a just, serious game at all yeah uh, but from what i've played so far it's quite enjoyable but also very easy to just like get up and leave this delete the game off of my phone and never ever ever play ever again yeah i don't actually feel as much i i, I don't know what's I, there's probably somewhere there's a metric of how long I've actually played it. And it would be, I would be probably embarrassed to actually admit publicly what it actually is that how long I've played, but, um, Oh, right. You're online right now, I guess. Oh um, yeah. Yep. Dog burps is requesting <laughs> there. Don't mind um, me. Don't mind me. <laughs> we should just do a battle right now, actually. Oh yeah. Um, that's a good idea here. Uh, actually here we can, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll edit this in post, but I'm going to pull this over here. Um, I wonder. See, Google will have this this music in the background. We should just have this music constantly in the background while we're while we're doing this podcast. It's super epic. It's it's pretty good. Um, Google's sort of like Game Center equivalent has a really cool leveling up system where you'll get basically Xbox style achievements as you do certain things in the game. I guess it probably works the same exact way uh, that Game Center does, but they'll also do gameplay recording and they'll put your little um, like front-facing camera avatar on the, like the bottom left-hand corner in this little circle as you oh, record yeah. gameplay. It's pretty cool. Um, but it I Sounds like that might be coming in iOS 11 or something, but yeah, something similar to that where you can record more. Right, but like yeah. a Let's Play on your phone, I guess. Yeah. I guess. Gasp. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's here. Let's do play with a friend. Yeah, I'll wait for your. Oh yeah. I just started it again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get a notification. I started a new battle. That's the only thing I saw. All right. Yeah. Go go ahead and start one with me let's then. See what happens yeah. if I do it. Share a clan. 
So if you go to the clan screen, you might have to... Oh, there's three of us online. Maybe it's your wife. Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> Maybe she'll join instead of you. She is. She's online. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so who actually... Is this you or is this your wife that I'm playing with? Tober. That's... Or, yeah, you're, yeah, you right now are playing a game with my wife and I can watch, <laughs> I can watch this battle. That's <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, boy. I don't have any anti-air stuff. Only wife to... Oh, I guess she's not there with me, right? <laughs> no, no, she's not here. Oh, yeah, we lost two. Oh, my God. Wow, you and the thing is, you are very high level, and she is level four. So the, the combo here is... Yeah, it's probably it's a very non-natural. I wonder if we got paired up with... Uh, oh, yeah, we got paired up with level nine people, I think, right? Never met her, never talked to her in my life, but I just went hey, Clash Royale. Yeah. The only, the only thing you have in common is that I am a terrible teammate, just across the board. <laughs> so you guys would be paired similarly level level wise or whatever, right? I guess. Yeah, so, yeah. So it yeah. works out it works out pretty well when we do go play someone. Um the battles that battle was pretty intense. Um It I, ramps up, I'm sure. I wish I could uh, easily like I can't keep my account log out and start a new account to see because i like you said even the tutorial level stuff wasn't there really when i started and so it's a different experience now starting the game i'm sure compared to what i did a year ago or whatever it was right um and so um yeah i'd be curious to see what it feels like because i'm sure at the lower levels you're dealing with more novice players as you're rising up the ranks whereas you get to whatever i don't know what level i'm on nine or ten or something and so these are people who've either cheated and have bought their way i guess that's not cheating but bought their way to the top or have actual good playing techniques or whatever i guess so. right right and then i think it's it's pretty fair from what i've played so far the balance is pretty good where they'll play they'll pair you against someone that has kind of similar stuff it seems there is definitely a bit of luck of the draw for the types of new characters that you pull out of the the chests as you earn them so i just i believe let me pull mine up i believe i earned one of these level one witches which is one that i was playing against but had not received the card for yet and so i felt kind of at a disadvantage um in that way even though the right. person i was playing against was the same level as me but overall it's pretty good it's um yeah in basic explanation i, don't, I think we did it we probably explained it but like you pick out of um, a total, I don't know how many I have here. Let's say there's 30 possible cards you could use, characters, but cards, basically. You have to pick eight to use for your deck, your card deck that you're going to play with as the warriors in your battle. And so, and they all have different attributes and styles and things like that. And so there is kind of a, a strategy to it. And if you look online, you can see like for level nine, in the best deck to use or level seven, the best deck to use and mm -hmm. stuff. And I've kind of just, I tried to avoid that and just, had a little bit of fun playing and figured out a combo that kind of works for me and make small changes as new new things come along but um yeah but this this style of gameplay for sure makes me potentially want to look up something like hearthstone or yeah or a game it's like very that. similar yeah yeah 
Hearthstone is is a little more chill because there isn't the real time like, oh shoot, they're doing that now, and if I don't do something to stop it, they could just win the game right now. Whereas Hearthstone is is much more of a true card game, back and forth, taking turns back and forth. But um, right, whereas this is like has the real time strategy to it as well, where stuff goes to, like they could send one. You know, you've had or there's people with really good combo techniques of like some land based thing and an air thing and then something else coming behind them and all of a sudden you're just done and there's no right doesn't matter what you do but. yeah a lot of the attacks um on the cards themselves like if flipping over the baseball cards here of of these characters it'll be uh damage per second is what it's uh yeah mentioned in so it's kind of like it really really depends on how quickly you put these down on what millisecond you put these things down and and how much damage each each of them does to each other um per well, and like when you think of the latency of just like playing it online yeah. with like now four people in four different places in the world and somehow it seems to be able to uh seems to handle it okay so there i just put it out to the clan again we'll try <laughs> unless your wife jumps on again uh, or is that are you online still or is she let's see no i'm online chat join there we go okay dog burps and i chris so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go right. Send a big army and a, a level two person this side. I'll join you and throw a log down there. There we go. Perfectly. They won't change the plan. Now, take a look at the top. The two players that we're playing right now. Um, their name is... One, one version of the name is all cast, and one version of the name is, I guess, Camel, camel Case. Um, my idea, my understanding is that this is someone who potentially has two devices right now, an iPad and, a, and an iPhone, or iPhone and Android, and they are... They are strategizing with themselves on a 2v2, on two different yeah. devices, but at once. You got anything you can drop? Or I've got absolutely nothing. <laughs> this is bad. Yeah, I'm putting, putting something down to get in the way. There we go. Yeah, I'm guessing either it's like, yeah, one person with two devices sitting there, or sister, brother, or families with are sitting beside each other. Who have played this in Right. The uh the, the get rights, I think. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is a nightmare. This is it. This is absolutely it. Well, there you go. And the smiling, of course the smiling. Response with the teams. There we go. Good game. I, that's the best one, actually. When, when you know it's when they like completely crush you and they send the, like the good game one and the smart crying emoji. Right. <laughs> Please get out of here. That's where you just, you just want to punch them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where's the fist? Where's the where's the punch in the face? That. So originally, before you joined or before you started playing the game, those emoji like you can now mute the other emoji, right? And so uh, uh, they don't know that you're muting them. They still keep sending them, right? Or whatever. They don't they don't get notified anyways if you mute their emoji stuff that they're sending you mm -hmm. before they 
did that. There's an interim period where they you could mute them, but you'd still see their like guy on the field shake like he's sending you something. So you still knew they were shouting at you, but it's like their mouth was duct taped or something. Yeah. You couldn't hear what they were saying. Huh. Wow. <laughs> but now you can at least mute it if, if they're really chatty, you know, sending lots of stuff anyways. So. Yeah. Most folks I've right. played with, with aren't, um, it's, it's this like random matching and random match play. I think that you, the game I suggested to you and this game you suggested to me have in common. And it's, it's kind of crazy, especially for, I I think you and I both use our actual like Twitter handled screen names where right. if you decided like, oh, hey, I just played this person. I'm going to go look up who they are um, would totally absolutely connect to my life, which I'm, I guess uh, after talking about our location services stuff and, and privacy concerns <laughs> there last time, um, yeah. maybe well, I mean, bleh, I don't know if it's a good idea. I know in hindsight, maybe I should have if there was some idiot out there in Clash Royale land, you know who had a grudge because I beat them in the game. Right. Or because I sent a crying emoji when they crushed me. Yeah. Then uh, I could see them. I guess the worst they might, well, who knows? Gamers yeah. Or who, have, have, absolutely who knows. But I mean, it, yeah. it's sort of, uh, it's up to us. I mean, we're, we're putting that out there and it's just a very strange, slightly anonymous, but in an instant, absolutely not anonymous. Yeah, that's the internet for you, not a where it's like right. you go from being completely anonymous, and all of a sudden somebody connects one dot, or like Facebook, you put your phone number in thinking it's for security, and then all of a sudden they're like comparing phone numbers of people, and all of a sudden you're connected with some person that you never intended to be connected to, and yeah. right, right, exactly, or or the instance where like you you're able to look up someone's name and see where they've lived, like their entire history is on the internet yeah. somewhere. And the second that you start connecting those dots of screen name to actual name to, and it's, that's it. Game over, man. Game over. Totally. So what'd you think about, uh, about cats? I mean, not the, not the animal, but the, the actual game C A T S. So is it cats or cats too? Cause I noticed there's like a second one already oh, or something. Are you kidding me? There's a second one. I think, unless I was looking at the wrong thing. So anyways, the one I, I've, gotten is like i think it's what you had cats c-a-t-s there's like sort of go-kart kind of esque things that you're building and upgrading yeah so i guess just a, a quick synopsis it's the if you've ever watched those like robo war things on discovery channel or tlc or wherever they used to be played but these folks would put together uh these tiny little robots that would fight in a arena the plastic wrapped arena um with spinning blades and not bombs or rockets or anything like that, but just actual <laughs> like physical melee weapons where they would try and either flip the other vehicle or whatever. This is, this is the actual real life robo fighting things. Um, take that concept and add rockets and put cats inside of them who pilot for them. Some, yeah. For some reason it's, it's cats driving them. Right. But right. Stranger things have happened. Angry birds, etc. So <laughs> Makes yeah, sense. it like feels like, feels a little violent, kind of maybe not okay at at first glance. Um, but over I, I don't know over a, a little while, I I've just become numb to the fact that I'm just blowing cats up into smithereens and they're popping their parachutes and flying down to the ground. It's yeah, just seems to be that's just how <laughs> the it cats is. don't actually die, right? So. N 
or do they maybe I haven't gotten far enough? No, it's <laughs> it's kind of like a like an Ender's Game situation where you're fighting these cats, but they're they look like they're just kind of boop, popping out of existence, but in actuality, this is this is how we control the feral cat population. Oh no! Yeah. Sorry, I'm playing it now because. <laughs> 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 the uh, what's what's what I find frustrating or can be frustrating or can be your thing I guess and for me it's less my thing is the the way that like you do get to like customize your cart or whatever and the catmobile and uh, and similar mechanics of like a chest opening up a box or whatever opening up with more toys that your cat can use to equip their your thing with <laughs> um what I don't get is the um the fact that you don't get to actually control it in battle right right so you're just watching whatever you've the way that you've configured your your thing with the type of weapon the type of so i gonna put a chainsaw on the front of mine mm-hmm. um i've got some sort of sneaky bonus um but then you just tap and you watch them fight some other guy's creation which is kind of what the robot wars idea is and then you go back and make modifications based on what happened in that battle. But then there's different variations on carts that you're fighting. So like my cart last time just drove right up on top of the other one and mm-hmm. couldn't actually hit it anymore, which is kind of frustrating because you're like, well, just back up, reduce, you know, so. If you, if you had some sort of like physical t- control over what was happening, you would right. be able to affect some change on, on the actual outcome of that. Yeah. It's, um, it was, well, it was pretty frustrating it's going back to me wanting to road trip and having control over over a car <laughs> uh this is the exact opposite of that you sort of just you set it, it you you ron popeel it and you set it and forget it and you wait for your your little car to to destroy the other one and it it depends on what level you are but a lot of times you do you do start seeing these patterns of okay, well, with this particular body, I just roll right over the top, and that's right. That's I don't want that to happen. Um, and so there were parts of this game, at least initially, when it first launched, where um, they didn't allow you to create multiple different uh, cars that you could kind of shuffle in and out at any given time. You would need to completely deconstruct and reconstruct a car to be able to say beat someone like that so their their car is shaped that way you know you're not supposed to go over the top of them you need to actually have your rockets hit them um you would need to deconstruct the one you have reconstruct it into a a format that could beat that guy and then and then go from there and i guess they're changing the game quite a bit um one thing i'd like to i guess get from you aside from the fact that you can't actually affect any change other than construction in a fight um have you enjoyed any of the betting, any of the actual watching other people fight and betting your parts on, on any part of the game? I've only gotten I very minimally into the game. Uh, I've started like a tournament thing and I had just passed the, the betting part where you can bet your parts. And so I haven't seen sort of the result. I think the fight is in three minutes or something or whatever. I guess that's their way of like getting you back. It is an interesting mechanic just to get you back into the game, obviously for reasons other than your own battles per se um but again i have a hard time to me there is less maybe it's just my the way my brain works or whatever less i would be more inclined to watch a clash royale battle on twitch or something like that let's say than something like this although the betting mechanic is kind of fun because then you get to sort of i could see my son going crazy for it because he'd love to play that and like know that he has there's something at stake even if he's not actually playing in the actual um 
game match. Whatever well, there's, there's the other part where those typically last, like a Clash Royale game would last, I mean, ours lasted probably close to two minutes. The, the one you played with my wife was about maybe three, almost four minutes. Um, yeah. These these can be around two to ten seconds, maybe. Right. And to to have to sit through that entire waiting period to wait for a 10-second battle that you need to watch to see what happens and, and see what the outcome is, I find the reward is very, very limiting. I mean, you do if you do win, you get this upgrade, you get a 1% or you get a whatever, 3% upgrade to whatever part you're looking at. But I mean, in, in the long run, it's not the amount of effort. Running, I, the amount of effort I'm putting in to actually go back and watch this is totally not worth what I get back. Yeah, that's kind of my, based on one attempt at it anyways, was kind of like my impression and and then there is a lot of like stuff going on too in the game where it's, if it becomes too complicated like you sort of allude to even with clash royale where there's like stats upon stats and like i just want to know that this guy throws faster than the other one or whatever um that kind of stuff kind of takes away from it's a fun mechanic for the game for sure but it, i don't want to play like axis and allies if you ever played that board game versus playing something quicker like a 30 minute board game versus a two and a half hour board game Mm -hmm. there's a time and a place for both and for me the mobile gaming space is definitely in the quick and easy don't want to have to remember too much from the last time i played and stats and numbers and that kind of stuff of the game from play session to play session right so what i mean in general what did you think and and what did you think about especially one of the topics that we've covered before the notifications that you would get from from this game oh i turned them all off right away ah okay all right, <laughs> so all right. I, that's where <laughs> i don't uh i don't let games dictate to me when i should because even like other games like clash royale that i already know i enjoy playing i deliberately turn it off because i i don't want to be that guy at the barbecue who's like quickly obsessively checking his game or whatever because it's time to open a chest and stuff because i know that's what they're going to try and do i'm assuming is the notifications anyways that they'll try and do and so no judgment on people who do if that's your thing just that's not my thing so is that your thing no like you uh, the ding and you're like pavlovian go back to get the petri dish um no it's it's probably just like it's what everyone thinks it is it's i've got 30 seconds while i'm actually uh number twoing and i'm gonna go and play my game for <laughs> for five seconds yeah that that's kind of it and make sure that i've i've unlocked the chest that i need to unlock um part of the way that this game the cats game sends notifications is if you play a couple of rounds you've opened a, a little crate and then you leave the game without actually opening a crate five to ten minutes later they'll send you a notification saying hey by the way you didn't open a crate do you want to open one which is just like wow Oh boy, yeah. this that's one more little tiny nagging thing in the back of my head that's just like, man, you're not playing your game. You're not playing. Come on, get get back here, bud. We need we need you. And um and, and I I guess I enjoy it because I leave them on. What's wrong with me? It's kind of a it's a it's a masochistic kind of like man. I I love the, the just ocean of notifications I get every day. It's like a hot wind from the desert. Just all the time, all the notifications. So, Kyle, talk to me about podcasting. Uh, well, Listen, Chris, see, uh, oh, 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 that's where you want me to go with this. Um, being being a, being a successful Where? podcast listener 
is is really about making sure you put out three episodes uh, into your podcast catcher of, of choice at any one a moment. Consistent schedule. Consistency is the key, I think, to that, listening. That's to right. That's right. Make sure make sure every other podcast that you put out is about how you haven't put out your podcast yet. And and although it's coming back, um, get ready because it's coming back. Are you trolling? Show me your mic right now. Boy, uh, am I? Am I? Is that the one? I, I don't I, think it even qualifies anymore at this point. But I feel I was kind of going for like a like. Hey, uh, this is my my first blog post. Yeah. Next one. Hey, sorry I missed all the blog posts. I'm a, I'm about to come back and do more blog posts, guys. Don't I, don't worry. I just read an article on blogging, and I'm really excited to get back into blogging. I'm super. I'm ready. Smash cut to two years later. Right. Hey, sorry guys. Boy, I, have I have I all have I missed you all, man. Uh, it's been great. Uh, life's got life's been crazy, but now now I'm back. Dog. I know I'm, I got a dog. I got a brother. But I'm starting a dog blog now. It's it's the dogblog dot fm hot stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, podcast listening boy. Being on the side of podcast production and actually putting stuff out, you would think that we don't have a whole lot of time to do do the podcast listening thing but i feel like it's one of those things that when i started wanting to be behind the microphone and get better at explaining myself uh, as as i fumble over being able to explain myself uh i needed to listen to more shows i f- what i wanted to make was an emulation of what I was listening to um, when I was sort of wanting to get into podcasting. And it was, it was listening to, to programs um, that, and shows and, and whatnot that got me into actually doing this show with you, uh, which is now close to five episodes. This will be number five. And then getting in 350 episodes of, uh, of, transmission uh, and morning show onto goodstuff.fm and it's still i think a part of understanding the whole of of production and the podcast listening community i would say um i don't want to get to the point where all I do is put stuff out and I don't ever listen to any other podcasts. There are so many people out there putting out <clears throat> good stuff that I really feel like it's, it's our duty as, as podcast producers to continue to actually listen to shows and stuff. And there, there are also a whole bunch of other shows out there that absolutely do not deserve to be listened to at all. <laughs> but uh, on on the good side and uh, on the side of like man it feels really great to be in the the wild west of audio production here yeah podcasting and wanting to actually put your own show out was from listening to to other folks yeah no definitely it's like a it's one of those things where if you if you've played a particular sport let's say or maybe you're a voracious reader i feel like at some point you want to like see what it feels like on the other side of the, the, the coin, the, the sausage maker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you want to be the one that's ground up and put into a casing. Exactly. And that's podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you think we're joking, but uh, uh, we're, we're, sometimes it, 
Yeah, it feels a lot like that. Seriously, sprinkle in a little bit of uh, <laughs> uh, CPMs, and and boy, I, am I I'm a sausage now. I'm a, I'm a yeah, I'm a spicy link. <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely listening to podcasts inspired me to make podcasts, and then now making podcasts, I do go back to the well, so to speak, and need to listen to shows where it inspires me and motivates me to do something like that. And all too often I end up sort of chasing the success of someone else and thinking that's going to be my success in podcasting because it works for them. And more and more I've learned that I just, which is kind of like us doing this show. It's, it's kind of inspired by other two person podcasts out there in a way, but also just recognizing that we can't be whichever pick your podcast of choice that you happen to listen to that I'm not that person and Kyle's not the other person, right. <laughs> the other host or whatever. Right. Um, and just need to be our, our thing. And it actually, in some ways, even on our own network here, I guess we're grownups now is another podcast that a friend of mine, Carrie does. And in, in, uh, not that this is about making podcasts, but it kind of all circles together for both of us, I think. But in a lot of ways, she, her and her friends have kind of broken a lot of the rules of podcasting in terms of how you're supposed to do it and consistency and all those things that we kind of joke about. And still have had good success, but they don't even really care. They're just having good conversations about life stuff and putting it out as a podcast. And lots of people are gravitating to it and it's interesting to listen to. And so that's kind of the, in a, in a layman's way or a quick way, I guess, uh, in a nut is kind of what good stuff is, is about in a way, right? Like we're, we're chasing after success in a, in a manner of speaking, like we want to do things well, but not like we crack the whip on audio production and quality and thumb our noses at and throw out episodes because we think it's going to somehow cause the network or cause listeners to leave or whatever necessarily. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, not to turn it into an episode of show me your mic, but <laughs> absolutely. I, I completely agree with you. Although not a contrasting view, um, you're right. Uh, I guess we're grown ups now is one of those where, and, and I think, uh, to some level morning show has been also that way where there are parts of, of the year where we just don't put out an episode. And right. I think there's some sort of agreement. Maybe, maybe this is different between different podcasts or different networks, but there are some listeners who are like, man, if you don't put it out an episode on Thursday, I am going to lose it. I need my episode yeah. on Thursday. Uh, at 4 p.m. or whatever it is, whatever the, when you set the expectation for listeners, they're going to have expectations, period. And so I, I guess maybe it is a little bit about over at goodstuff.fm. Uh, you, you are listening to a show from that right now. Um, drink every time. That's right. We, we just don't. And, and it's not to say one way is better or worse. It's just to say that, I guess podcasts as a, as a medium in general have sort of set that expectation for listeners where, yes, I get it weekly. Or if you're going to make it bi-weekly, you need to tell me you're going to make it bi-weekly. Or if it's going to be sporadic, I guess I just sit back and wait until I get another one. Um, and I think all of those are completely valid. There's no reason. And even say a show like, uh, was S-Town one of those where they just decided, hey, we're going to put out all the episodes at once. It's just right. a, a flood of episodes. You go and you listen to the season, you binge it, you you do whatever you want, but what we're going to do is we're going to put out all these at once. And I I don't know. There's it's not there's not one 
more valid way of doing that over another. It just is kind of how it is. And I think for us, you and I on, on this program in particular, um, we're doing the sort of weekly thing and pulling up a topic mainly because what we've listened to in the past is that way. And what we can sustainably have an interesting, hopefully an interesting conversation about is that way as well. We will put it out weekly. We'll think of something completely different and hopefully put it out the next week and, and be just as funny or terrible. And I think the, there is an element of like consistency to a personality driven podcast that helps it grow. And we've, like you said, even with morning show and my stuff daily is show me like I've been sporadic. And so I, it, for me, it's more just a matter of like wanting to try the other side of this equation where just trying to be consistent with a releasing a new episode every Monday as the thing that we do. And not yep. because not purely because I want to drive it to being super successful. I mean, we'd obviously happily have lots of listeners and a great community around the show, but also just to try something different than what I've been doing thus far with, with the podcast. So, um, and like I said, an excuse to talk just to each other on a weekly basis that requires us to do it is kind of fun as well. So that's where I think a lot of the podcasts, when I listen to them, um, the ones I listen to are tend to be towards the two to maybe three people talking. And then there's a sort of a bunch of those, but then there's also, um, more like than the other flip of that, I guess, is sort of like the heavily produced podcast. NPR style or whatever kind of style you may find there. Um, like a new one that just came out called 30 for 30. It's the, I think it's ESPN. Yeah. But, yep. Um, it's super popular right away out of the gate. Like obviously having the backing of ESPN and stuff is, isn't going to hurt, <laughs> but it telling a story in, in what, uh, I think like 30 minutes or so, maybe an hour, uh, documenting some sort of sport related thing that happened in the past in audio form and telling that story. And, and so it's, a great thing you can just put on in the background, listen to it. I listen, I tend to listen while I'm coding or working. Obviously if I'm editing a podcast for a client, it's hard to listen to podcasts while I'm doing that. But, uh, but otherwise, yeah, I like even, I don't commute very much anymore, but when I did even today, I put on a podcast for the 20 minute drive across town kind of thing. Um, but I find in terms of, I know we're sort of skipping around here a bit, but like in terms of listening for me, it wasn't actually losing the commute. It's that my kids got old enough that they could understand the podcasts and podcasts aren't always kid friendly. At least you don't, and you don't always know ahead of time if they're going to be just based on a topic. And so it's hard to listen when they're around. Um, although the one exception to that has been, I'll just throw a recommendation out there for if you're into marketing or just interesting stories about marketing, uh, CBC radio has a podcast called under the influence with uh, Terry O'Reilly, I believe is his name. And uh, it's a, produced show but it's a nice quick half an hour to an hour long episodes on stories of um marketing stuff over the years so if you liked if you liked mad men you'd love this he's he's a former marketer kind of telling the stories of behind the scenes kind of stuff and how it all worked out and and things like that over the years so he's kind of got a a louis anderson look to him but i will i will add it here and uh and and check it out It's a good call. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely doesn't eyes. have a Louis Anderson voice. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. Oh my gosh. I could, I don't know. That's another part of podcast listening that man, if it's not produced or it's doesn't, it doesn't sound good or you, your microphones just sound like they're in the other room. I have such a hard time latching onto it. 
Um, I will, though, continue to listen if I either know the folks on the podcast or or um, know that the the conversation is going to be real great. Um, I'll, I'll try and stick with it, but man, does it make it tough. But some of the some of the podcasts that I've tried to really get into as of late are uh, like actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcasts. So folks, oh yeah, either playing role playing games or actual Dungeons and Dragons. Um, there's a really great one I listened to that started out so rough, uh, but it's a it's a whole group of women uh, who decided to play Dungeons and Dragons. Let me grab the name of it so that I don't sound like a complete idiot. (laughs) See, the thing is, I have too many. I have too many. How many podcasts are you subscribed to? Four times. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Four times 16. Uh, Pause for math. Just one. Four. 64. So I listen to 64 podcasts. I have 45 that I'm subscribed to. Do you actually listen to every episode or no? See the thing. So you, yeah. yeah, the thing is with, let me, let me find the name of this first because it's right. going to drive me absolutely. Uh, Dungeons dice and everything. Nice is the show that. Nice. Yeah. Right. Um, we've reached the food truck stage of podcasting. Now I think we're all the, like it used to be, you had to be like on the ball with a name SEO, you know, this is a podcast about Apple computers or whatever. Now we've reached food truck pun naming yeah. conventions. Yeah. So they've so, got, sorry. What was the name of it? Dungeons, uh, Dungeons, Dice, and everything nice. They let's see. I am uh, I'm about three episodes in, and I know I know that they they get better, uh, but they just had their season finale part two. It seems uh, so. It's a it's a good time to to catch up and try and get get on board with it. Um, but it's that's sort of been one of those things that. I find it kind of hard to to get involved with with a show when it is difficult to listen to. Even the hyper overproduced ones uh, is sort of the other side of the spectrum. Where like, man, this this sounds like it is it has been created as a Sunday morning uh, radio segment that is on the air for an hour in upstate New York as something, and you you have over compressed the voices to the point of just, I, it sounds like the bass in my car is going to explode and I can't, I, some of those shows I can absolutely not handle. I'm looking, I'm seriously, I'm looking at my grid here of these shows and it is just, it is like a, uh, like a black hole of colors. Just, yeah, I'm, I'm getting sucked in right now. The, it is a funny thing, the podcast artwork world of, and we've, again, knowing how the sausage is made, I guess, influences a bit of like looking at some of this stuff. And you can definitely tell when a show has put a lot of thought into it and when a show has just said, F it, we'll figure that out later. <laughs> I'm like, I don't generally, like there's some, and I, I'm, I'm on the side of like, who cares? Because the show will live and die on the, 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 the story that you're telling is my general sentiment. But I know there's a whole world of like your first impression is the artwork that they see in iTunes or Google Play or whatever. And that can definitely like I mean you said, even with the Louis Armstrong look to or Louis Armstrong? Louis <laughs> <laughs> Louis Louis Anderson. Yeah. Ah, yeah, she, yeah. 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 <laughs> Not Louis. Louis Anderson. Louis Armstrong's look. a completely different guy. <laughs> yeah. 
That's a wonderful world guy, right? Yes, Trump, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, see, um, yep. Mm-hmm. He's, a, um, he's a trumpeter. 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 The, uh, that, I mean, or even like WTF Mark Marin, you know, like you look at that, you're like, he looks like a hippie. I don't like hippies, so I'm not going to listen or whatever. And you miss out on some good stories or interviews with people. Right. Um, and so I get that. But yeah, on the on podcast creation side, I feel like I'm on that side of like, who cares? Just listen to the show. That's what's going to tell you if it's good. Don't worry about their stupid artwork. Like that happens to be my dumb face on there or whatever. Just listen to the show and that'll tell you if you want to listen and subscribe. Right. Which you should if you're listening to this and debating whether to subscribe. Goodstuff.fm slash dailyish. No. This is high contrast. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. About- but yeah, no, it's your face. You, you want oh. it, Hey, Chris, if you want your face on our, our podcast artwork, I guess that I have was- to. That was in my contract with our lawyers. That's right. I'm you're still waiting you're for right. You're right. Artwork. Yep. <laughs> Only green M and M's. All right. <laughs> Why do I have another one with my face? Oh, that's my huff duffer. That's all another ball. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Which is yeah. I don't. I don't want to get into that at all. Um, no. Do, do folks still use that service? Yeah, Jeffrey Keith does. He's the guy who created it. He, okay. No, I'm being mean. <laughs> the, guy, the guy who made it is using it. Sure. All right. <laughs> I'm terrible. It's an awesome thing, but yeah, we don't. I I love it, but I forget to use it all the time. So yeah. that's just the way it is. So I, yeah, the podcast artwork is, is one of those things that we have rethought. I mean, on, on the podcasting side, we've rethought it so many different times before, um, but it doesn't typically influence whether or not I'm going to listen to a show. Folks are listening to this because of the content. And, and I think that's, from the podcasting world, that's the disparity I find in actually putting one out and finding ones that I enjoy. Because when I do listen to one, all I can think about is how they made it. All I can think about is what kind of microphone they're on. Um, yeah. It's bad. Which goes back to like the sport thing too, I think, or, or whatever it is that you're, is your thing that you then try and do the other side of once you start actually making the thing or playing the sport or whatever, it does take away from your ability to just enjoy the thing. Cause you can't stop thinking about how they made it, why they did it that way. Um, what's going on behind, even like for me with watching, not that I watch a bunch of them, but like say Twitch game streamers, now that I've tried doing it myself, I'm, I'm spending as much time wondering what gear they're using and which software they're using and which whatever, and not actually caring even about the game that they're actually playing or whatever, which is the whole point of what they're doing. And so podcasting for me too, is the same way. Like what kind of mic is he using? What kind of, headphones that you have as if any of that really matters when it comes down to attracting listeners because as we've seen like super popular shows with crappy audio long drawn out boring discussions but because of the personality i think that's yeah yeah or 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 the story the information too i I think folks are, are going to podcasts because they want the information that's in there they're picking and choosing Maybe not one of those daily podcasts like the New York Times or anything, but they're they're going in and saying like, oh, I, I want to listen to this. And we found this at Good Stuff. I want to listen to this uh, interview with this particular person. And that's it. I'm not subscribing. I'm not, I'm not doing anything. I'm not interacting at all with this show other than listening to this episode with the person I wanted to hear. And, and that's fine. I think that's a totally acceptable way to listen to podcasts. I myself can't stand that I, I can't i need to have some sort of uh continuity line between these different episodes of a show um which is another probably another reason why i find it pretty difficult to subscribe to a show that doesn't put out episodes regularly 
Um, I like, I really like to listen to to episodes back to back to back, uh, especially while driving and something like uh, a show. I actually don't listen to anymore, but I did listen to and com- I think I listened to every single episode they had, but uh, no such thing as a fish is one of those uh, QI.com podcasts from uh, the folks who make the QI show. The, que- the question show. Maybe. Yeah, question it's a, it is a question. Um, it's a show based, based on, on facts and questions, I believe. Um, and it's, it's a British thing. It's really, really good. But I remember quite vividly, if my life was measured in podcasts I listened to, uh, I remember quite vividly a road trip I took to Yosemite in California and uh, and listened to every single episode that they had. And so it's it was nice to be able to have this huge uh, plethora of episodes to listen to back to back to back to back without really thinking or waiting around for another one to, to show up. Um, while that's not really a way that that i'll i'll judge listening to future podcasts it it did help me get into that one in particular because the the quirks that you hear from from the characters of the people in the show the hosts it it, they there's a through line from episode to episode that just makes me feel like you know them very well Mm -hmm. it's and that's kind of that's where i think the both of us sort of at our core level of like the kind of podcast we want to produce too is like striving after that kind of community follower listener, whatever you want to call it. Um, not engagement, but like the reason why they would want to tune in is because even something like morning show, right? Like in episode 272, you made a joke about a thing and then episode 325, you referenced that joke or whatever. And like rewarding listeners who are paying attention and who have been around for a while while still like making new stuff up as you go. Um, and not just all about jokes, but like that idea of like, and same thing on dailyish too, where it just got like, I, I don't know who's out there listening, but I enjoy, I enjoy the fact that somebody knows and references and is able to sort of follow along my journey of whatever the point is of that show, well, <laughs> but like the, the my whole, life or whatever. Yeah. This is not a weather podcast. Like we, yeah. if you just the, a, a singular phrase that ties each and every episode together, not to like dissect your own thing that you create but it's my it's sausage a, yeah i don't want to see i don't want to really know how your sausage <laughs> show me is your sauce yeah exactly exactly yeah. but it's it, it's just being on the side that we're on i i feel that it is there's something unique probably about the way that we perceive these episodes that is not typical of most listeners um to this or even even folks who have never heard of what a podcast is and they find out that oh yeah i know there's youtube there's like a YouTube for audio where I can just listen to these things and they're not books. They're not, uh, it's just two people talking. Well, one that sounds super dumb, but it sounds really, really dumb. But yeah. on the other hand, I could be completely interested in that. And, and I just don't think we're typical. We're, we're not, <laughs> we are not on the side of, of that right now. We were at one point and maybe, maybe yeah. there is, there's something about, how the entire podcast listening world has changed since folks like the CBC or New York times or ABC or like these huge mega media corporations are starting to put out podcasts and audio content. And like we're up against that. 
We are in yeah. iTunes. We're on the same platform that these huge, huge million downloads per episode podcasts are on right now. And it kind of gives me like, it gives me that feeling that we're cable access a little bit. Like we're just, we (laughs) are the channel that you flip to on accident and you see like, Oh, like it's, it's Kyle and Chris talking, talking to me from the middle of nowhere. Mm. Like on, uh, I was just making note on pocket cast, the app, they have like a network page where they list networks and we happen to be a network that's listed. And you know, the first we're on the third page, I think as I scroll through and there's the usual suspects of tech stuff and twit and, uh, Gimlet NPR and then good stuff. And a couple other, tech podcast he's maximum fun and on the fourth page after good stuff is there is bbc abc <laughs> espn right cnet and so it's like the guardian I, like what yeah i can tell you that that doesn't mean a whole lot in terms of numbers like uh abc still has way more listeners than we do <laughs> ah, i mean six million percent. okay all right i guess we'll give that away open the kimono a little bit <laughs> you, hey that's one of the th- i mean that's part of the podcast world that is not talked about. The listeners have no one. They probably have no interest in how podcasts are doing, what the downloads are or anything like that. They don't, they, uh, they could not care less about what the downloads are for a particular show or for a particular episode or a network or whatever. Um, but that is something over at goodstuff.fm that we do try to do, take a drink that we do try to do and, and try and be uh, a bit transparent with our numbers. Um, with listeners and, and say like, Hey, you, you helped us get to a certain point and we are appreciative of, of your interest in our shows. And I think it's kind of service to the, the tech industry side of podcasting that wants to probably know what that's like. And hopefully a little encouraging for folks who are unsure about whether or not they want to get into podcasting. Cause there is a ton of room for everyone yeah. to be in yeah. this. And as, as disparaging as seeing C, uh, CNET or seeing Gimlet or seeing big, huge networks like that on there, even seeing our network on there, it, it may feel disparaging to folks and say like, well, I don't want to be next to those guys. I don't want to be put on the same level as, as that because what I have to say they think is not that interesting or uh, their idea, they are unsure if it's going to be any good. I, I think that's part of the value and I think that's part of the awesomeness of podcasting right now is that you can you can be put next to those folks yeah exactly and we have on good stuff alone we have shows that have thousands of subscribers and we have shows that have 20 subscribers like this one right now as of episode five as i'm we're recording and looking at the number it says 20 whether whether that's 25 or 15 or whatever we don't know exactly but so it's like we're we're talking to you 20 people out there and hoping some other people eventually find it and maybe they do maybe they don't and we don't obsess over these numbers, but we do put out a monthly kind of good stuff, monthly article, just sort of cataloging. We don't list shows specifically number by number, but just sort of give you an overview of what we're doing. And hopefully that's interesting. And it's more as much like Kyle was saying for, for as you're saying, like for us, for other people, maybe it's also just kind of like helpful for us to gauge what's going on. <laughs> Cause we months go by and we would otherwise just have our head down making podcasts and just having fun doing it, which is good for the most part. And so just kind of, a little bit of accountability, I think. Yeah, a little um, self-reflection, you know, kind of yeah. uh, like there there are times I I may be like I don't want to be a podcast never nude, right? I want to I want to actually know what I've got going on. 
sometimes. <laughs> Show me your sausage. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to cut all this out. Oh, boy. <laughs> There's your cold opening. <laughs> it's cold out. That's why it's... It, that's, hey, hey. In wrapping up, so we're over an hour already. I don't know how much of this is usable, but... Well, I, I actually wanted to talk a little bit about uh, stuff I use to listen. Maybe we can we can do a, a quick rapid-fire yeah. wrap-up of, of where we listen, how we listen in those different scenarios. Yeah, I was going to say, the apps maybe and, and location, and then three podcasts we listen to that might not otherwise be... Uh, like, everybody's heard of... Um, <laughs> I can't think of something... <laughs> This American Life. Everybody, yeah, okay. Oh, there you go. Serial. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Stuff that's a little bit off the beaten path, maybe. So anyways, where do you, where and how do you generally listen? To- uh, the, most of the time it is from my phone. It's, I'm at home, I'm doing stuff and I'm just listening on my phone. Um, not with headphones, not in any other, it, it's typically I'm listening while no one else is in the house. And so I, I'm afforded the opportunity to just play it on the terrible speakers in my phone. Um, most of my free time during the day is spent listening to podcasts, whether I'm doing actual work, whether I'm showering, whether I'm cooking dinner, like it's all, I want to fill my life with as much uh, information or entertainment as possible while I'm doing stuff. So my phone to think about life i don't i want i want zero intro, i want zero introspection on on this um on myself really and yeah. and so it's just the the for podcast listening my phone's speaker gets the most workout which has probably been a bad thing i mean especially carrying it into the shower carrying it into the bathroom while there's <laughs> steam and stuff it's i am not extending the life of my phone very well at all. Hey, and Google, if you're listening, Google Fi, uh, it, no, it's not my fault. It, the needing my speaker to be replaced is not my fault at all. Thanks, though. It's a little yeah. so. What, what about you? Where, do you? where are you listening? 90% of the time is actually just sitting at my desk with uh, playing it off my phone. I find there was a time when I, I think we all, if you were listening back in the day, you used iTunes um, or some variation of a computer program to manage your podcast. But now just like with music, you want it wherever you happen to be. And so I use Pocket Cast uh, is the app on, uh, on the phone, which is, it's multi-platform Android and iOS. And, uh, and it syncs, it keeps track of listens, what you've listened to, what you haven't, that kind of stuff. So it syncs to a desktop player, which I, I paid five bucks, I think, to have access to, but rarely ever use, um, unless my phone is dead or I forgot it somewhere, I guess. But that's nine times I just throw it on my desk. I don't even put it through speakers. Like you said, um, I wish I had some nice office speakers or something that I could, you know, computer speakers that I would throw it through. Cause it would just help fill the room a bit more, I guess maybe. And, but then again, going back to my earlier comment, the kids who are listening or shortly just outside the door will hear something and either something they shouldn't hear. Maybe not that I'm listening to anything that bad, but, um, or they'll just hear stuff and want to know who I'm talking to, thinking that I'm having a conversation with someone and start banging on the door. It's voices. So, yeah, voices. Voices, yeah. Whereas music, you can sort of get away with, they, they recognize what music is and just tune it out if they so choose. Um, so that's actually what, uh, yeah, 90% of the time. And then the odd time, like I'm driving and I have, we have a Bluetooth speaker connection or whatever to our stereo and then i'll throw it on there i would love like on road trips i could i could zone out for like an eight hour drive to winnipeg um and just have a stream steady stream of podcasts and love that um but again 
kids don't always appreciate listening to um, This American Life for two hours at a time. Right. And, and it's, it's hard minutes. and it's hard for you to vet every single podcast. Say you're, you're, you've got six hours to fill and you're trying, you're thinking, okay, I'll add a bunch of these, uh, this American lives back to back to back to back, just cause you know, it, I want to listen to that show. You can't yeah. vet every single episode before you go on your, your trip just to make sure that the content in every single one is going to be good enough for your entire family to listen to or safe enough for your entire family to listen to. So it's, it's really tough um, for a show you've never you've never heard before. How does it work for you? Like you guys are driving, and and so presumably you and your wife don't necessarily listen to the, all the same podcasts exactly at exactly the same time. So how does do? You, is it kind of like like jukebox of you know picking each sort of put a quarter up and pick the next episode kind of thing, or do you uh, happy to listen to each other's show, or does she throw headphones on when you're listening to something and? You know, it's, it really depends. So part of the time I think is spent where she's sleeping. Uh, we're driving through the middle of California and it's very flat, very straight, nothing to look at. And so hashtag Saskatchewan, I bet hashtag Canada, man. I'm, I'm sure. No, I'm sure. A whole don't bunch. throw Canada under the bus. Okay. You can, yeah. <laughs> at least, at least that bus doesn't have to turn. The prairies. Yeah. yeah. Um, so for me, some of the time is spent with just like a single earbud in my ear, listening to whatever show I, I decide to put on um, while my wife is sleeping. Part of the other time, like um, the majority of the 11 hour drive that we took a couple days ago was us finding new shows to listen to that neither of us had ever heard of that we pick and picked and chose, if I can put that into past tense, a couple of episodes for us to listen to. Um, Namely, we decided like, hey, let's listen to some shows about RVing because that's something that we're we're kind of interested in right now. And we just chose a couple of, of different shows, completely different. And I don't think they have any any knowledge of each other. Just sort of chose a couple out of random and uh, and decided to put them on. It was good. Um we after every episode we would kind of like debrief and be like man was that one okay was that one uh, an all right episode uh do we want to still listen to this show should we continue to to subscribe to this one should we just get a different one um so it's kind of i guess that there's a democratic process to to our general podcast listening in the car right um when we're on the same speaker is that is that kind of the case with you or do you just do you feel yeah. like the yeah, headphones kind of go safer? back and forth and and pick like generally like one or two if especially if the kids are like along and they're they're doing screen time or whatever playing something on the ipad or the computer or watching a movie whatever then uh then yeah sort of like tossing back and forth each other's phones control over the bluetooth thing and picking an episode or two and because i'm i'm happy to like again i think it comes back to if i wasn't a podcast creator i wouldn't be probably as interested in stuff that was outside of my topic topics of choice mm-hmm. but because I'm just as curious, like she, if Sue's into like some, a mummy blog or whatever, and they have a podcast, I might not be interested in the topic per se, but I'm still curious about how and why they produce this podcast. And, and so it's interesting enough to listen along and generally it's usually about like family stuff or life stuff or whatever. Um, and so it's, it's not like it's (laughs) torture to, to listen to in the same way that probably if she's listening to some of the tech podcasts that I want to listen to or whatever, um, where it gets pretty dry and nerdy or whatever. Right. Then I, I, I can only sort of imagine the, that's probably when she's sleeping actually is honestly when I, if I put on like exponent is a tech podcast, I love 
because it's just two really smart guys, nerdy as heck, but really smart talking business and tech and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, but if you're not interested in that and you're not interested in podcast creation at all or anything like that, how the sausage is made, then it would be tremendously dry. Um, so my sympathies to her. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, I mean, listening on your own is sort of that I do a lot of that. Um, not just at home through my own phone speaker, which I, the, the second that, that Caroline gets home, I'm turning that off. She doesn't need to listen to, to the, whatever, whatever McElroy show I've decided to fill my life with right now. She doesn't need to listen to that. She's not going to enjoy it. Um, do you allow, whether it's Carolyn or otherwise, do you allow, I'm air quotes allow, but people to listen to something you're on when you're while you're there. I've heard you complain about this before. Um, because the desire uh, is not there for anyone in my life other than maybe me to listen to my own voice uh, and everyone else hears it way too much. I don't think I've been in the scenario where someone wanted to listen to a show I was on while I was there, which I, I maybe I'm just lucky. I'm one of the lucky ones that the their their own flesh and blood doesn't want to hear the the person they're with's voice uh, in sort of a loud, obnoxious tone. That's fine with me. I, I've never, yeah, I guess I've never really had issues with it I, before. I used to record a whole lot of music and would kind of get weirded out when folks would listen to the music we made in the same room where I was. I think that's probably the same feeling that that you get when yeah. someone puts your voice on in the house. Um, a voice though is very, very, very personal and, and music less so, but still you, it's, it's one of those art forms that's makes you feel super, super vulnerable. Um, and so I can understand just not feeling very good about it. Um, there is, there are also times speaking of listening alone, there are times where I have, uh, needed to fill my brain with things and, and remove all of the existential dread from my, from my brain uh, while listening to a podcast while I sleep, or at least trying to fall asleep with a podcast oh, in my ears. Yeah. Um, I have purchased earphones specific for being able to rest my head down on my pillow and still right. be able to listen to to shows. Um, a lot of times they'll just be uh, not talk shows necessarily, but kind of uh, one booming voice talking about something that I know nothing about. Um, so I, my mind can sort of wander and not, not think about anything. Interesting. Yeah. I've, I remember on show me your mic hearing other podcasters who would use it as a way to fall asleep. I've never been able to, I've never tried it actually, I guess I should say, um, and never, but always thought it would be keep me more awake than anything else, but I could always see it. I know there's one, I forget what the name of the podcast is where he specifically does created the podcast as a way to encourage people to fall asleep. It's like so boring. Oh, interesting. So dry. Is it, is it an actual speaking or is it just white noise? Sleeping podcast. Yeah, no, it's like a, it is like just really boring sleep with me podcast. It's called. And I don't know if, I think he's still going. Yeah, he is. Um, like 559 episodes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it seems like the kind of thing you could do 10 of and that would be, you know, you need, enough, like, you need one maybe. Yeah. I mean, cause it, you'd do one and it'd be like even more boring the second time that would put you to sleep quicker. It, you'd think. Yeah. But, there's a little bit of like, um, I, I do make it a point to find a new episode every time I fall asleep, just so that right. I, my brain can't do the predictive thing of like, okay, I know what they're going to say next. I know what's coming next. Um, yeah. 
Maybe maybe that's what high contrast just needs to turn into. Good night, Chris. It's time. It's time. It's time for you to go to sleep. That's the problem. Actually, I didn't want to tell you, but all twenty subscribers have told me that it helps them fall asleep, and that's the only reason they listen. Hey, perfect. You know what? I'm so, I am one hundred percent behind that. Okay, in wrapping up, because uh, my kids are yelling at the door. The what are three podcasts that you listen to? Without you don't have to say all the reasons why, but like three shows that are maybe outside the realm of of uh, normal listeners potentially anyways i guess not normal people but <laughs> i swear i swear this isn't a joke but food stuff is one that i listen to it's one word and it's uh two women who are talking about the history of either a particular food item or they've talked about sporks they've talked about uh yogurt and they had two episodes on honey it is incredibly interesting and i i thoroughly enjoy that show um, there is another one I think I've also talked about on Twitter called don't take our word for it. Um, it is a sort of advice comedy podcast, uh, with a whole bunch of laughing and they have a historic, a, a quote unquote historical guest on each episode that comes back to life. Um, previously dead now back to life and has some sort of grudge or like issue to work out and so they try and give them advice it's it's very very strange but also incredibly entertaining um and most important meal is one more we'll put we'll put all these in the show notes it's about breakfast food um go listen what what about you do you do you have uh three you'd like to share with me especially i know you got your your louis anderson here (laughs) i don't know in some circles exponent would be popular i know in tech circles it certainly would be. But if you liked a bit of like, here's what's happening in the world of Snapchat and Apple and Amazon and whatever, and antitrust stuff and things like that, but don't want like, here's the latest, greatest hardware spec and things like that, but just sort of like a, at a businessy marketing, uh, even worldwide kind of overview exponent is a exponent.fm. I think is the site is a really good show, but it is popular enough that the guys are doing it as a, career almost basically i think um so it's not hurting another one would be pessimist archive podcast which looks like it puts out an episode once a month ish no not even and uh it basically talks about looking at new technology that happened for example like the horseless carriage or the walkman or umbrellas and looking back at people society's reaction to that at the time and how Generally, it's kind of silly in, in hindsight and kind of gives you a lens to look at modern technology and how maybe all the things of like screens being the death of us or whatever, um, maybe in, in 20, 30, 40 years, we'll be looking back and kind of like thinking, well, actually, that wasn't as bad as it turned out to be um, like the umbrella. Um, yeah, the under the influence would be one. Two more, I'll say. I'm going to cheat. Because the Dirtbag Diaries is one that's a storytelling, kind of like if you're like in the outdoors. I don't listen to every episode. I kind of pick and choose random ones when I'm looking for just something completely different. It's just like storytelling from like a, if you like, I'm not a hiker or a mountain climber or riding my bike down the mountain kind of person, but that's the kind of stories that they talk about on there. Mm. Mm. So it's kind of just outside my realm of normal interest, but maybe sometimes I aspire to be a part of Dirtbag Diaries, I guess. And then finally, I think this is fairly popular and, and I've tweeted about it a lot, I know, but 20,000 Hertz is a podcast about audio and everything from 
hearing loss and space and cars and how they choose the sound that your car makes when it shuts the door and um, evolution of accents and Foley and music and movies and forensic audio, all that kind of stuff. And kind of just nice, fairly well-produced 20 to 30 minute episodes on audio. Well, stuff. well, great. Now I have 67. Look what you did. <laughs> Exactly. There you go. We've enabled you to listen to more podcasts. And there's, there's room for so much more. I'm, I'm, I can, it changes very, very frequently. What is in my queue, what's not in my queue, but that this is probably the most I've ever listened to. And I, I don't listen to all of them, but I'll, I'll pick and choose when I, when I want. It's, it's a good time. It's a good time for podcasts. Let's, let's hurry up and get this one out. huh? <laughs> 